The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 10th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, the festival of the dedication took place in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Jesus was walking in the temple in the portico of Solomon. So the Jews gathered around him and said to him, How long will you keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah, tell us plainly. Jesus answered, I have told you, and you do not believe. The works that I do in my Father's name testify to me, but you do not believe because you do not belong to my sheep. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they will never perish. No one will snatch them out of my hand. What my Father has given me is greater than all else, and no one can snatch it out of the Father's hand. The Father and I are one. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. May be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Good morning. How are you? I really liked your singing this morning. That was pretty good. As always, I've got a question for you. Have you ever heard something described, but it looked different once you saw it? Have you ever heard something described, but it looked different once you saw it? Yeah? Very good. You can see something one time, and over time, it might change. Good example. Yes, Alice. Let's see yeah. That was probably like at a zoo or something like that, right? That's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. Now, was that different than what you thought it might be? Pretty cool. Elephants are always way bigger than I thought they'd be. Blue and gray. Blue and gray, that's right. And black. All kinds of cool, aren't they? On the tusks? Oh, yeah. Let's lean into this. Elephants. I... Here's something I didn't know about elephants. Do you know that elephants help each other remember things? Do you know elephants help each other remember things? Whenever one of the elephants leaves the pack or sometimes dies, they'll touch each other's tusks and they'll go up to each other and they'll touch tusks. And it's, it's to tell each other that they remember. They share with one another memories. Yeah, these little tusks that come out right, right beside their snout, the little tusks, and they touch tusks to remember. They'll all go up to the same one that used to be related to this person or is still related to this person that they just left, and they'll touch tusks to remember. Elephants are different. I've heard them described before, but they're different once you see them. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. In, I have. 
I have. It's such an awesome thing. I have not, well, that's not true. I have seen it in real life. I was at a zoo once and uh, I think I was in high school and the zookeeper told me about this. And the zookeeper said to watch out for this. And over the course of time, you saw one elephant and then another. And they just kind of came in a line and they each touched tusks to remember. It was so cool. In today's story, Jesus' disciples, and we too, we're now hearing stories about when Jesus was still alive before the cross. And we hear these stories again and again because after the cross, after we've already seen something, sometimes the thing that was described to us can be different. And they, they remember, just like elephants touching tusks, they remember and things are different. They remember and things might look just a little bit different. I bet when you go see elephants now, you might look at the tusks a little bit different, won't you? Yeah. Sometimes in life, we'll learn something. And later in life, we'll look back. This is a part of learning. You learn something once and you carry it for a while. And then you look at that same thing and you might learn more, just like elephants. You knew they were blue and gray and black. You knew they had tusks. And now you know that they remember. In our lives, what we learn about Jesus, we take with us, that Jesus loves us and cares for us and never leaves us. And we carry it with us for a while. And we'll always look back. We'll look back again and again and again. And over time, what we know about Jesus will grow. It'll change. We'll know more. So this week, here's what I want you to do. Two things. I want you to look at a picture of an elephant so that you can remember something new that you learned about elephants. And I want you to remember God and know that there's always something new you're going to learn about God too. Yeah, even when you're coughing. <laughs> Does that make sense? Can everybody look at my notes? And now can we pray? Let us pray. Gracious God, just like elephants that touch each other's tusks, let us remember you. Let us remember you on the cross. Let us remember you risen from the dead. And over the course of our lives, let us keep remembering you, keep growing in knowledge of you, and keep learning what is new. Thank you so much for the way that we grow. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for being here, guys. Can you go back to your seats? In the name of Jesus, amen. This is the first text in Easter that we have that comes from a point in the gospel earlier than the cross. This is the first point in the lectionary that we have a text in the gospel earlier than the point when Jesus died and rose again.
And I think it leads us into an understanding. It leads us into an experience of what the disciples were going through as they were in the upper room, as they walked the road to Emmaus, as they sat on the beach with Jesus and fished and ate breakfast, as they went through all these things, they were also remembering what Jesus had said before. And so we too take time in Easter to look backwards and look at the words of Jesus on this side of Good Friday and Monday, Thursday of the Lenten experience. And so in this first text, we have quite a few things that might stand out to us new or different when we have the cross echoing in our ears. What does it mean for someone who has recently gone through what Jesus has gone through, being captured and taken away, put to death and risen again? What does it mean for someone who has gone through that to say that no one will ever be snatched from his hand. We saw the disciples running. We saw life taken away. So what does it mean for nothing to be snatched from his hand? And again, we saw Jesus absolutely cry out on the cross. Both Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? What does it mean for Jesus to say, the Father and I are one? What does it mean when we look back at these things and our understanding of them changes a little bit because of what we now know in the cross, what we have now seen in the death and resurrection of Jesus? This is a part of our faith, isn't it? What the disciples are going through on this side of the cross, remembering what Jesus has said before, and what the lectionary now teaches us to do, to look backwards after our experiences of Good Friday, and to relook at all that Jesus has said. The gospel here is teaching us that it is not only right, it's not only okay, but it is expected that the words of Jesus will grow and change and come to life in new ways when we go through things. So in this time, we go through it. How about you? How have the words of Jesus been changing in your life right now? How have the words of Jesus changed in your life over time? How are the words of Jesus tasting and looking right now? How do the words of Jesus feel? There are times in my life when the words of Jesus just leap off the page. They give life no matter which ones I'm reading, how I'm listening, what I'm doing. And there's times in my life when I look very tired at the words, and they just don't seem to do anything I want them to do. There's times in my life when the Word of God is a sure foundation, and there's times in my life when the Word of God causes me nothing but questions. 
in this text today and in this experience of the text today, we receive permission to look at the text as we are, how we are, in the, in the world that we're going through, in the times that we're going through, and we are not expected to know it all, believe it all, see it all. We're expected to be disciples. In the hand of Jesus, no one is ever snatched away. In the voice of Jesus, some understand and some don't. But I think we should recognize that this is chapter 10 of John and not the last one. Jesus has not given up on the ones that do not understand the voice. We now understand that on this side of the cross, don't we? You see, if we only read chapter 10 where it sits, we just simply hear the ones who know me listen to my voice. You don't know my voice. You don't belong to me. And we think forever. There's some kind of division between us. No. What we are going through now lets us know that God is not done speaking and God is not done working. There's still more for God to say. There's still more for God to do. And again, when we hear Jesus say no one will be snatched from his hand, we realize that this does not mean prosperity forever. But this does mean that in life and in death, there is nothing that separates us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Very, very truly. The experiences of our life are not meant to be separated away from the text so that the text can always say the same thing over and over throughout our lives. The experiences of our life are meant to be with the text and a part of the text. We are meant to be the hearers of the text, the seers of the text, so that it comes alive again and again in new ways, in different ways, in beautiful ways. So what is the word of God doing to you today, to us today, to us the next day and the next and the next? Maybe God is calling us into new and different things and to growth. Maybe God is calling us into the basics, into the familiar. Maybe God's doing both. Summon you and summon me. Maybe God is gently and tenderly calling us to come home. Maybe God is sending us out. Maybe both. Maybe God is a shepherd who leads us to green pastures and still waters. And maybe God is one who is walking us through the shadowed valley. And maybe both. Today, today we understand, don't we? That the text is not a single point in time, but the text is a memory. A memory put into ourselves and put into our hearts that we look backwards at every once in a while and remember differently and new again and again. So whatever's on your heart today, 
whatever's hanging with you, whatever's a part of you, enjoyed or not, today Christ comes with words of grace and life, with promises and forgiveness for you and for all people. Today Christ comes and teaches and sits and dwells with you, with the lost, with us all. Today we hear the voice of God one more time with a chance to hear. And next week we will too. May the voice of God speak something to you today. May you hear it in whatever it needs to be for this season of life. And as the word of God might change for you, in you, with you, but never changing at all. As it might hear different for you, in you, with you, but never quite changing from what we know. As we hear it differently each time we remember it, may the God of consistency be with you, loving you and bringing you through life, death, and everything in between. God be with you. Amen.